Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Good, bad, or embarrassing, who deserved a round of applause? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Jeb. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, bitches. Hola. How y'all doing? Doing great, man. Thanks, Jeb. Uh, so what deserved a round of applause? Uh, so, Miles, did you play Legion ball when you were in high school? I did, yeah. Okay, so we had a Legion game one night, and uh, I was super sick. I was like, really? How to play? So it got down to be uh, the seventh inning, tied game. You know, everybody on the edge of their seats, and I was up the bat. And I hit a nuke. Like, I blasted it. Everybody thought it was that. You know, I was practically – I was walking down the first baseline. Uh, Might have said a few words to the pitcher all my way and uh, ended up hitting off the top of the wall. So I'm I'm rounding first at a walk, and I end up having to run. So whenever I start running, I don't make it – I don't make it a second on time, and I get hosed by you, the center fielder. You're kidding me. He gunned you from center field on uh, a ball off the top of a wall? Uh, well, our uh, – our field is like it's three hundred foot, but like the fence is like tall as hell. So oh, I see. What you're okay, so right. there's a monster. Oh, yeah, there's was, a monster in center, and then right and left sprawl out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and dude, I pimped it too, man. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's that's not that's not the worst part about it. You know, the crowd went crazy whenever I hit it, and then uh, so you know, I told you I was sick. So whenever I slid. I was like, oh, crap. I, I hope that's a fart. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to kind of do my uh, Yosemite Sam walk back into the dugout. Oh, no. Down. <laughs> um, I, didn't, I didn't even stop at the dugout. I went straight to the bathroom. Yeah, I bet. You pooped yourself, man. Yeah, I pooped myself. <laughs> Good times, Jeb. I would applaud hey, for you in a heartbeat. Hello, Nick. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 Oh, man. Thank you guys for taking my call. I'm a huge fan. Oh, oh thanks, man. Appreciate your call, man. Sweet. Um, my story, uh, pretty quick. Um, I was probably in kindergarten um, somewhere in Oregon. Uh, we were at a river, and uh, a giant bird, I don't know, a hawk or eagle, came down and picked up a pretty large salmon, but it was too large uh, for the bird to carry off, but they kind of messed it up with its uh, claws. Drops the fish. Anyway, my mom just takes off running. I don't know how she can see the fish. And she sprints across the river and picks it up with both hands and it caught it with her bare hands. It was insane. Wait, she caught the fish before it hit the water? No, 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 no. It was squirming in the water. Ah, okay, okay. Okay. Why, wait, oh, yeah. why, did she, why did she want that salmon? To eat it. 
yeah, I, I don't know. I think it was just instincts at that point. We love fish. <laughs> is your mom a grizzly bear? I just can't imagine. Like, Ooh, cool, man. The eagle dropped a fish. That's the one I want to eat. Yeah. Did she get there applause? Was, uh, uh, no applause, but there was a native family uh, nearby, and they really wanted uh, her to teach the kids how to do that. We ended up giving them the fish. <laughs> you ended up giving your fish away? Yeah, we did. Okay. All right. What is it with eagles that grab things that are too big? They know it they can do like it. it. Did you see the, the, the... Yeah, but they always drop... I feel like I've never been to like an all-you-can-eat buffet, and I put 75 pounds of food on my plate, and they dropped it like, that's too much! Was it a seahawk or an eagle that picked up a shark that had a, uh, a video of the other day? It was all over uh, Twitter. That was a big bird. I don't know which one. Yeah, you're, but picked up a... you're right. You, you fill up your plate, but you don't just drop it. I mean, it, it just seems much. like I'm an eagle, and... Like, right, they have, it's not Shark Week, whatever it is on what National Geographic. But again, the shark, they're, not, they're not trying to eat things that they can't eat. You know, they might not like it and spit you out, surfers, but otherwise, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you don't see the shark like, I tried to eat an entire blue whale. I just couldn't do it. Like, what is it with eagles in particular? It seems like, why do you. I'm going to start doing that. I just grab I'm going to order a big ass steak. <laughs> like two thirds of the way through, be like, oh, it's too much. And drop, drop it, it on, on the floor, floor and see, see if Well, if you finish wants. a food challenge, I've seen that before. I've been sure. in uh, a couple places where you watch somebody eat like a bunch of wings or whatever, and you know, everybody goes. Man, the, the I've never voluntarily gone to a food challenge. I would not win. But years ago, I am dead broke, which is important to the story. But I'm going to Chicago, and we stop at oh, what's the name? I can't remember the name of this place now. It's no longer around. But anyway. One of these huge ass like chain restaurants, multiple floors. We go in. I look at the menu, and they have a Dagwood, right? And I mean, the da- it's a monster sandwich. Dagwood is from the Blondie cartoon strip, and basically he would he would make a sandwich with everything that he could find in the refrigerator. Yeah. So if there's like ten types of meat, there's like nine types of. That's cheese. basically meatloaf was the so it's a sandwich. Meatloaf was the base, and then they just piled all this other stuff on. Again, I have no money. I don't think they understood what true hunger is, but I'm like. Because of this trip, I have enough money. I can get the sandwich in this thing. I know I will be full for the day. And that's kind of how I ate then. Like, you get one meal a day, dude. Figure it out. So I get this big-ass Dagwood sandwich. I did not know that it was supposed to be a challenge, okay? So I order it. And it's one of those restaurants where the uh, like the waiters have these headsets on, mm-hmm. microphone thing. And so when I order it, and keep in mind, this is just me being me. I'm curmudgeon and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll take a beer. And uh, I'm going to get the Dagwood. And, I mean, in a billionth of a second. Bam! Suddenly his mic is activated and it goes around the restaurant. He's like, this man right here has accepted the Dagwood Challenge. And in my mind, I'm like, I didn't <laughs> accept a goddamn Dagwood thing. Dagwood Challenge. It's I, on. I just want to eat my sandwich. I don't, I don't want a challenge. But the long and short of it was, if you can eat this entire... And he's broadcasting this, which is what I hated. There's nothing worse than being stared at while you eat. But once someone makes an announcement, everyone, everyone stares at you while you eat. So mm-hmm. you can't just enjoy your freaking meal. But right. So I don't know what's a challenge. He makes the announcement... He says he can finish it in less than 10 minutes. If you finish it in 10 minutes or less, you get a free dessert. Again, I'm like, you don't understand what being broke is, brother. I crushed that thing in like seven minutes. It, it <laughs> was not house. a ch- Dude, on the house, got a cheesesteak or a cheesecake for dessert, which he could not believe. And I'm like, I'm broke, dog. You're just giving me free food. Hell yeah. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. All right, now for all TV news all the time, it's time for TV Time with Ted. And now, because your pathetic life is confined to countless hours in front of a talking box, the Men's Room presents TV Time with Ted. 
Why I keep taking my pen, man? Because my goddamn pen just went out. Yeah, well, my you know how much did? I hate that? I'll grab one of my other pens I have in reserve because I'm prepared. I ready. <laughs> and Mike just tossed you one. Mm-hmm. Everyone's prepared except Montgomery. Mm-hmm. You know, pen, there you go. Oh, damn, oh, Ted gave you one. What do you know? Train and pens. <laughs> Miles, what was, the, uh, what was the motto of the Boy Scouts? Uh, be prepared. Oh, oh, uh, oh that's why you're an Eagle Scout. Remember the subpoena smidium. <laughs> Good call, Eagle Scout. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Eagle Scout. Yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, oh, man. That is the highlight of my day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, where is he going? Because Miles doesn't have a pet. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, he gave oh, me the Boy Scout he salute. No, he actually gave me the Cub Scout salute. That's the most yeah. generic thing I've ever seen in my life from an Eagle Scout. He put up two fingers. Doesn't even know the goddamn salute. Says the unprepared scout. non-Eagle Scout. Says the yeah, I was not giving says, any official Scout salute yes, here. You I, were, was with two fingers. The, I was giving you, a tip of the hat. Why don't you write that down, Miles? You gave Miles. a Cub Scout salute, and I was a wee blow. At least I was more advanced. <laughs> Tension with a knife. Look out. <laughs> All right, your choices will be Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Everyone gave you a pen, bro. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm stocked. Seth Meyers. I am prepared. <laughs> or if you're sensing a theme, or Conan O'Brien. Uh-huh. Ted Smith. Is it Ted or is it late night? That's right, all these on late night hopes. they got a team of my professional writers and help them come up with their monologues each and every night. It's up to you to determine, is this a late night joke and from whom or could it be? A V Ted Smith original. I wonder how many pens they go through in a writer's room. I'm wrong. <laughs> oh! You actually, you actually made it! I know. <laughs> it didn't work anyway. I got two more extra pens, by the way, if you need one. Okay, thank you. Uh, Jesus has announced a new partnership with a winery to offer uh, <laughs> to offer a combo box of wine and Cheez-Its. Jesus. Now all you have to do is find someone to break up with you. <laughs> God, I hope that's you. Conan O'Brien. Seth. Cheez-Its has announced a new partnership with a winery to offer a combined box of wine and Cheez-Its. Now all you need to find is someone to break up with you. <laughs> Did you see that box, man? I've seen a couple people I've tweet it out. It, yeah. Wait, it's, it's a like one that. box? Like, well, it's, it's house wine, pretty much. Right. It's right? exactly the brand. It, it's house wine, and then it's a... I, I but guess. they're all connected. I mean, it's like yeah, a, it's, yes. one big, it's one big party box. <laughs> Here's my only issue. It's like the box of wine to me is like... The box of wine says, listen, I'm drinking some wine. Yeah. But it doesn't say I'm not going to move. Like, I might get up from the couch and fill it up. Yep. I don't know why I need my Cheetos in the same box. This prob- looks like... I, you know, it might be separate in there, or maybe it's not. But either way, I think the idea is, like, look, man, it, you might forget the Cheez-Its. So if you're going to buy the wine, let's just go all in. I'm just saying, I like that we've gotten to the point now where it's like, listen, you don't want to have to leave that couch at all. Oh, right. Do you even do voice command on the remote? Don't press buttons. Mm-hmm. I love my voice command. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, there was a red lobster in Ohio. <laughs> and somebody found inside of there a rare blue lobster. Uh, only one in about two million lobsters are blue. So they got in touch with the zoo. They picked up the blue lobster and they gave it a permanent home to live in. A bowl of butter. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. Oh, it was me. Oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> I would need a blue lobster. I would too. I mean, here's my thing. I think if you said, all right, look, we pulled the meat out. One of these from a red lobster, one's from a blue lobster. There's no way you know, right? No. 
You ever, I, you ever eaten at a Blue Lobster? You know what, to be honest with you, I don't know. How would you know? <laughs> Maybe Blue Lobster sucks and Red Lobster is superior for a reason. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'd rather be at the Crab Shack. Yeah, Chesapeake Biscuits. All right, the Miami Marlins had to cancel their home opener after multiple positive tests. Because they're from Florida. It's a tough break for the Marlins in Major League Baseball. I mean, before... <laughs> Jesus, I didn't write the joke right. It's a tough break for Marlins in Major League Baseball. I mean, nobody could have seen this coming. I mean, I know it's a sport where guys spend three hours a day spitting and high-fiving each other who put people at risk. Fallon? That is Jimmy Fallon. ESPN reporting that the Miami Marlins home opener has been canceled. Eight more players and two coaches have now tested positive for coronavirus. That's a tough break for the Marlins and Major League Baseball. I mean, besides everyone, who saw this coming? I mean, who knew a sport where guys spend three hours a day spitting and high-fiving would put people at risk? Spelling. People who wear face masks don't feel invincible with it on, according to a new study. And it doesn't make them more reckless, which is odd, because I wore mine while wrestling a panda bear. (laughs) Conan O'Brien. Seth Myers. Ted Smith! Oh, nice one. Damn it. I had another one that was much more crude. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm not even sure I could say it. Go ahead. Come on. We can dump 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 you. We'll dump you. It's a little bit early in Ted versus the FCC. If it's that close, it's got to be funny. All right. People who wear face masks don't feel invincible with it on, according to a new study. And it doesn't make them more reckless, which is odd, because I didn't wear a condom when I had sex. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny today, like the idea, like you're wearing a face mask. Yeah, like, no condom. I don't need a condom. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want the COVID. Well, look, yeah. man, in the world She's of diseases... She's a high-end escort. This, this, uh, this COVID puts you out. Could, could be for two to three weeks, even longer. That venereal disease is good in a 10-day Z-pack. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're trying to measure it out, and by three days, the pain's gone. Hey, here's the difference. We Not know how I've to heard. deal with that stuff. Not that I've heard. Washington's NFL team announced last week they will be called Washington football team until, until a permanent name is chosen. They also announced their new mascot. Mascot. <laughs> That sounds like Seth Meyers. Washington's NFL team announced last week they will be called the Washington football team until a permanent name is chosen. They also introduced their new mascot, Mascot. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Hello, Jeremy. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, Mr. Hola. Hola. Jeremy, welcome to the program and the uh, and the random question question. Okay, let's see here. What do we got for you, Jeremy? Uh, all right, Jeremy. I don't know if you're going to be able to answer this one or not, so yeah, yes, no uh, question, but uh, have you ever been in a menage a trois? Unfortunately, no. Have you ever been close? Yes, I've been close, and I didn't close the deal. Well, How did you not close? Was it a failure on your part? Did people sober up? What? Yeah, we were all drunk. It was a Fourth of July party in in Seattle, and my uh, girlfriend at the time was kissing a a girl that I uh, worked with at the time. And uh, looking back, I don't know what the hell, why I didn't (laughs) close the deal on that. Are you, uh, Jeremy, are, are are you married now? Yes, I am. Okay, so the, the the chapter is closed. The book is over, and there's no sequel. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> right. this is a one-shot movie. Right. 
And, and that's and that's why we want to look, look, if you are uh, 18 years old mm-hmm. and, and you hear us right now on the radio, please just understand that that opportunity is a once in a lifetime opportunity. If it's a twice in a lifetime opportunity, good for you. Bonus. Sure. But for the most part, it's only going to happen that opportunity once in your lifetime. Some people get lucky and it happens later. Right. We know. Look, we know there's exceptions. It, yeah, Don't there's, flood us. I got it, what my 22nd birthday, 22nd birthday. Yeah. Uh, and the beauty of this was that both of them had the same name. Right. It was. That's easy. It was real easy. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't matter what their names were anyway. I did not care. But Ted I was did all once in. in nine people's lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. You ever you ever do the uh, menage a trois? I mean, uh, it, it, I mean. It's, what do you mean I mean? It's yes or no. Uh, 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 I know you double three-way, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that doesn't count. Right. That's why we call it something like, different. I told Chad to get as far away from me as he possibly could. We practice social distancing. We were one cow apart. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah, London Bridge. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we might have had a high five in there. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Eye contact. You know what? That I mean, was... I know you try not to, but I'm just saying there's some point where you look up and Chad's looking lovingly in your eyes. Nah, and... he's pretty focused on what he was doing, so was I. We tried to avoid that as much as possible, I think. <laughs> Reason we asked, ever been in a menage a trois? And that was like, I was 20 years old, 19 years old. Right, exactly. So it's not like, yeah. The world's most identical twins have now uh, said they plan to get pregnant at the same time by a shared boyfriend, Anna and Lucy. Uh, they were on a morning breakfast show, and they explained uh, why they want to have a baby at the same time. Because you're crazy. The 34 years old are sisters. They had had uh, separate boyfriends before, but now uh, share a boyfriend, Ben Byrne. In the past, we had separate boyfriends. We've been accept us for who we are. It's been uh, equal from day one, and there's no jealousy. So they plan on getting uh, pregnant at the same time. In the meantime, we have another story. By the way, if you get the opportunity to look at these twins, it's not as great as it sounds. It's not. Really? Uh, they it, look- yeah, we uh, like Miles at the top of the show, he does this little rhyme. We did not discuss this story in advance, but he made one comment in the rhyme. And instantly I thought, you saw their picture, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yep. yep. Here's one that's questioning uh, as far as is this guy losing his mind. Sometimes it feels like all my birthdays have come at once, and other times I think she might be bored with me. I'm 23, and she's 22, and we have been an item for just over a year. Our sex life has been great from the start, but here's my problem. My girl is gorgeous, by the way. All my my mates envy me. Amazingly, her three besties are hot, too. Uh, I went out to see some mates of mine, and they were still drinking when I got back late. They ran off to the bedroom and came back wearing skimpy outfits. Then they sat next to me on the sofa and started running their hands all over my hair and body. I was on cloud nine. I asked my girlfriend what was going on, and she told me to chill out and enjoy the ride. Uh, What a sexy ride it turned out to be. We finished on a high note. Next morning, we slept in late, and her mates left. Now my girlfriend doesn't want to have sex with me unless it's with my besties. Uh, It's been one excuse after another until she suggested inviting all her pals to join in again. I was surprised but agreed. It has been happening on a regular basis ever since. Now I cannot remember when just me and her had sex, and it's really starting to bother me. If I say anything, she just says I should think about how lucky I am. Mike, where's the tiny violin? Yeah, exactly. the tiny violin for this <laughs> yeah, guy. Right. Hello, Don. <laughs> Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Don, welcome again to the program. The random question question. Don, I think you can uh, answer this one. You've had, uh, you've had a lot of years there. What would you say yeah. is the one thing that you would pay money to get back that you used to own? Something you used to have. Maybe it wouldn't be a ton, but you sure would like to have it back. Probably my hair. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start losing your hair? Uh, I receded on the sides when I was like 21, 22, and then I kind of kept it and 
it comes and goes, and you know, but so it receded on the wait, 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 what do you mean it comes comes and goes? Yeah, it's kind of like a stress type thing. You know, I've got thyroid problems, and ah, okay, you, you, that's why I said if it it thins on the side, that's a little bit reversed. So, does it just come out in clumps like you look down in the shower and there's a bunch of your hair one morning? Uh, I don't know. I can't look down anymore. So, <laughs> what are you talking about? When's the last time you saw your penis, Don? <laughs> oh, I can see see that. It's just my neck's all screwed up. I've been hurt too many. Oh, times. okay. So you can't actually physically look down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got gotcha. you. When's the last time you saw your penis? Like, Jesus, man! How much money would you pay to have your hair again? <laughs> uh, well, actually, I can just put on a hat. Okay. Yeah. So it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, at 66, who cares? <laughs> okay. Are you mar- Are you married? Yes, sir. So she doesn't care, right? Uh, well, I think she does, but she tries to let on like she doesn't. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> All right, well, what about why. her? What about her do you not mind? Uh, I'm sorry, say that again? <laughs> so what about her do you, quote, unquote, not mind? The way that she plays along with your hair loss, what's mm-hmm. what's the one thing you're willing to ignore? Uh, oh, I guess, you know, I mean, she was actually a very uh, six-foot-tall, uh, tall, slender, Dutch blonde uh, you know, she's gotten kind of wrinkled, you know, from being out in the sun and smoking and stuff, but I really don't care. So she looks like she looks like a leather coach bag, kind of. <laughs> like a saddle. I don't know. She's listening in the house. Uh oh, no, no, no. So no, she doesn't mind. Oh, foot tall blonde. Those woman. are the sexiest wrinkles you've ever she's seen. She's going to come in and rip the last hair out of your head. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. You bet. The reason we asked, uh, what would you pay to get back? Ryan Reynolds, we know Ryan. He's yeah. offering a $5,000 reward for the return of a stolen teddy bear. 28-year-old woman in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, uh, Columbia, 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 lost the bear when a bag it was packed with with other valuables was stolen from outside her U-Haul. She was moving. The bear is irreplaceable because it contains the voice recording that her mother made before she died oh, of cancer. Oh, no. So people are trying to find this bear because this woman is just breaking down. Ryan tweeted, quote, 5,000 anyone who returns this bear tomorrow. Zero questions asked. I think we need this bear to come home. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill. The greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. What's a true story that seems unbelievable when you tell it? 206-421-RON. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the men's room. Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. All right, so my ridiculously incredible story is that I was once a test subject for the CIA. A test subject? Yes. Testing what? <laughs> uh, it was interrogation tactics using, like, new AI technology. Uh, in, in, in what form or fashion? Um, well, I guess, I, I don't know, I guess I want to say it was like a beta version. Um, I mean, it was. I mean, look, bro. I know we asked the question. I know that we asked this question, but the question I would ask you is: Why would the CIA, if they use you as a test subject for new AI, why would they be okay with you calling a radio show to tell us about? (laughs) You know, that's honestly a good question. I, I, I... and he's gone. (laughs) He was telling the truth. (laughs) We had him on mushrooms. But, uh, no, I, I, I said this on BJ's show before, so I'm going to assume that if I haven't been picked up yet, I should be okay. So, how long ago was it? Uh, let's see. I was in basic 
training in 2011, so right. nine years ago. Okay, and it's, so you were in the military already. And did you volunteer for this, or was this something that you were specifically picked out to do? Uh, basically, uh, we were uh, just doing, helping out, like cleaning things up, and they're like, we need uh, four volunteers, two male, two female, and everybody raised their hands, and I was one of the few that were picked. Did it? Uh, did you learn anything from this deal? Was it? Uh, I mean, you said it was. Uh, I guess they're trying to gather information from you. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, it was a like a beta testing type thing. So it was just asking just really simple questions, and basically, it. I guess it would detect. I guess the inflection of your voice, your heart rate, things like that. So this is just about the AI. It's like getting a base for a lie detector test. Ask questions you already know the answer okay. to, and see yeah. how this thing responds. But why would you volunteer for that? I feel like if I, knowing, if I knew it's the CIA, I don't care if they said, we want you to try a new candy bar, we need volunteer, I'm out. After, after yeah, you. I would just be afraid, like, no. a question like, has your uncle ever touched you and your heart rate goes up? Oh, no, oh, no. I think we hit a repressed memory. <laughs> oh, man. Look, that guy did it. He called in, and you confessed to something. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What's your true story that seems unbelievable when you tell it? 206-421-ROCK. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't mean to ask that question. I'm sorry. Oh, man, I, I should have asked you, is it okay if I hold your hand? Right. <laughs> All the memories are coming back. Jeez. Oh, no. My bad. Did your uncle have some answers? Hello, Ray. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitch. Hola. 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 Oh, man. Clear your throat. Yeah, exactly. You My God, like you're, man. You're going to drown on a loogie. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <okay>. <laughs> I'm in the stick. Okay. Of Olympia. Oh, I see. You can't Way clear deep. your throat there. Way deep. No, uh, further southwest, up next to the mountain, capital forest. Okay, all right. So what's your true so story that seems ago, unbelievable? Five years ago, uh, my wife and I went to a local casino to um, celebrate our 10, no, 15-year <laughs> anniversary, and uh, we had a good time, got a little freaky in the hotel, and... I ended up doing what Miles did and walking out the front door in the stupor and urinating all over the hallway. <laughs> and then I went and passed out in front of uh, the, was that, what do you call that, uh, foyer? Oh, the foyer, yeah, anyway. foyer, whatever. Oh, the foyer. Or the lobby of the hotel. This is a the fancy lobby. place. Yeah, for that floor. <laughs> he said the foyer. Oh, for the floor, the okay, all right. Were the elevators open up? Did, did your wife come out and find you? Happy 15th? No, the security found me. Okay, and did they escort you to the, your room, or did they make you leave? No, one, they're both armed, and one said, what are you doing out here? And I said, well, you know, uh, I really don't know. <laughs> and he nodded his head, and he got his notepad out and started asking me my uh, credentials, you know, birth date and where you live, and uh, I'm going to jail at this time. And I said, my wife's next door. I'm locked out. Uh, and you go answer the door or go knock on the door. She went and knocked on the door and I was like, Carrie, 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 open the door, open the door. She's rapping on the door, uh, the security guy's rapping on the door. 
And uh, she finally answers, and she goes, and security goes, hey, your husband's out here naked in the lobby. <laughs> you got a sheet, something to cover him up? And she came out there and cover, covered me up, and I went back into the room, shut the door, and uh, yeah. Are you still married? Yeah. You are? How many years now? 20 years. Damn. So 20 or 15. We know there's that five-year sliding average. She's put up with you for a a number of years. Is she the most patient woman on this earth to put up with you? With me, I, I she's the, the most gracious woman ever. I, I was going to say, with her for twenty years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, just, you yeah, know. but come on, our wives have done it. I mean, same I, scenario, knocking on the door <laughs> naked, and the first thing my wife says again, this is a hotel, but the room leads to outside. I ended up peeing <laughs> in a potted palm tree. Whatever, I'm now locked in the room. Knock on the door. I remember she rips the door open. I'm butt naked, and the first thing she, the first thing she says to me. Did you just take a leak in that goddamn palm tree? I'm like, no. Yes. Let me in. The real fun was the fact that there was closed circuit television, so the next day, everybody in that hotel who worked there, from the bartenders to the maids to the front desk people, they all knew that he did it, and they probably already saw the video of him doing it naked. I will say this. Believe it or not, it makes your stay more enjoyable because every time any employee saw me, Hey, hey, they were glad to see you. You're the guy that's right. the plan. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the men's room daily podcast on the radio.com app. Game is big dummy 206 421 Rock. Hello, Jesse. Welcome to the men's room. Liquor and horse. Liquor and horse. Jesse, are you sober or not sober? Team not sober. All right, Jesse, welcome to the show. Okay, Jesse, you got to live with Can one I ask for a. Uh, What's that? Can I ask Ted a question? Uh, what's up, man? Hey, why don't you like Dr. Pepper? Great <laughs> uh, <laughs> right question, Jesse. Just, I, I don't know. It's just not my thing, man. Sorry. I guess you're a big Dr. Pepper fan, Jesse? No, not so much. I was just wondering. Okay, all right, fair enough. That's a fair question. <laughs> Jesse, call anytime. Hey, uh, you have to deal with uh, one for a summer, Jesse. Will it be bears, locusts, alligators, or monkeys? I would love to do battle with monkeys. I bet you would. <laughs> Somehow you, I believe you. I absolutely Dude, believe. He's you. the second I'll person take on the whole squad. He's the second guy that wants to fight these monkeys. By the way, and the monkeys would be in Thailand. People still commenting on Thailand. This person, <laughs> at least, is honest. They said, "I've been to Thailand. Hookers, freak shows, kickboxing. Don't have a clue what the beaches look like." <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Uh, and then Carol Shelby was the guy. Carol name. Shelby. Carol Shelby. Apparently, in the it goes back to Italian. Grand touring, Grand Turismo. Right, Grand touring, oh. Grand Turismo. He said Turismo, which means touring. It's fine. Good Lord, I'm responding to the people texting. Like, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so, I did not. Yes, me neither. All right, here is your question: What actor played the Green Goblin in the 2002 movie Spider Man? Oh heck, I don't know. <laughs> uh, William Defoe. Willem Defoe, yeah. Willem. It actually is Willem, not William. And he does look like the Green Goblin. There's no makeup. Like, he had an outfit, but like, yeah, you cast that one right. He's another one that's so strange. I feel like I'm just like, he's a hell of an actor. I mean, I know my dad met him in an airport one time. Hey, Willem Defoe? Yeah, he's a tiny little guy. You know what no one has ever said to anyone who's not Willem Defoe? You look like Willem Defoe. <laughs> that is that has not happened on this planet. All right. <laughs> In what state would you find Area 51? 
Oh, goodness. Uh, Arizona. Not a bad guess. Nevada. Nevada. I'm glad that all that crap's over with. What's that? People trying to storm it and all that. They were never trying to storm it. A guy put it out as a joke, but then you get people who don't know it's a joke, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to storm it. And then I don't remember which branch of the military, I believe it was the Air Force, who they didn't say these exact words, but the paraphrase was, we're going to shoot you dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they made it real, it real like cool. an innocent time then. <laughs> you could not find out about these UFOs. Those were the days. All right, the question, what is the capital of Portugal? Oh, dear. Uh, Spain. <laughs> that would be the country next yeah. to it. Uh, uh, is it Lisbon? Lisbon. Were you going to go to Lisbon, Ted, or just Portugal? For the beaches. Not for the... Weren't you going to Portugal? Didn't you yeah. Go, yeah. You were go- but you're going for the legal drugs, right? It's going for a few reasons, but but that, yes, that's one of them. That was, that was alluring, <laughs> right? I won't say no, but not primarily. All right, your question: Who became became the first female head writer in the history of Saturday Night Live back in 1999? Tiffany Fay. You're close. It's Tina Fay. Would you oh, say G- Tiffany? Tiffany. Oh, yeah, you're on, Jesse. All right, question five. But yeah, her. All right, question number five for you. In what state would you find Fort Hood? Fort Hood? <laughs> Maine? Stop it. <laughs> That's the name of my chastity belt uh, company. <laughs> the Hooded Warrior. <laughs> what state would you find Fort Hood? Texas. Texas. Oh, Texas. I didn't know that. You're open this beer for me. I get them all confused. All right. Jesse, what kind of beer are you drinking? Bam. So I did I hear thought he was just going to. No. Right. I thought he was throwing you a softball there, Miles. All right. Your question What color are your fingertips if they are covered in Cheetle? Pink? Orange. They are, in fact, orange. Yeah, that's the term if they're covered in Cheeto dust. Cheeto is actually the brand name of (laughs) Cheeto dust. Is that the same stuff that's in the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese dry box? I bet you it is a Cheeto derivative. Yeah, it's a cheese powder. Right. All right, your question. What song plays on the alarm clock in the movie Groundhog's Day? Oh, I have no idea. Is it Phil Collins? (laughs) It is not Phil Collins. Uh, it was a duo. They had their own TV show for a while. I got oh, you, Ben. I got you. Shotty and Cher. Shotty and Cher is a fresh show in all Scotland. Thank you, Mr. Connery. <laughs> you need to wear a mask when you say that. Shotty and Cher. Shotty and Shane. All right, multiple choice. Zero, one, two, or three. How many people have fallen from the Empire State Building and survived? Oh, goodness. I'm going to say... Four. Zero, one, two, or three. <laughs> How oh, many? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, probably zero. There is a caveat oh. to this. Believe it or not, two people have survived, but this is the honest of God truth. Both fell from the 86th floor. That's where the observation deck is, but they landed on the 85th. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the last words they heard before. They <laughs> Question number nine, Jesse. All right, what is the abbreviation 
for deoxyribonucleic acid? Oxyribonucleic acid. DNA. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did that really happen? He got it. Did that really happen uh-huh. in question 16? Wow. Okay, well, Jesse, you, you tied our biggest dummy ever. That, that's a fact. I, I cannot believe you got that right. Because it's... <laughs> I'm serious. I don't care. I thought if he gets this wrong, he's going to get the bounce. Oh, my God. All right. I mean, there's just... I know, but still, you don't understand. I'm still shocked. Ask that question again. What? Uh, let me find it again. Hang on. All right. What is the abbreviation for... Oh, God. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Yeah, all right, DNA, but... Yeah, what, you want to guess that? No. I, I don't think I would have... Really? Been, I'm not I wouldn't think it. my DNA is full of acid. Well, that's what the A is for. No wonder well, it's an acid. easy weekend. They actually ride on nuclear gas. Really? I'm learning that now. Me wow. Too. I'm, not, I'm right there with you. You sons of bitches. Yeah. Huh. Good job, Jesse. And he got that? Yes. That's why sh- like we're shocked. That's me too. <laughs> Maybe I was we're the double. That was file. a legitimate reaction. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. All right, Mike, and we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Thrillhill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Today we toast Chris McCress of Hyde Park, New York. But his story does not take place in New York State. It takes place next door in Vermont. This past Saturday, Chris traveled to West Addison, Vermont, to go skydiving for the very first time. They didn't give his age. I'm estimating he's between 25 and 30 years old based on the pictures. But anyway, he went to Vermont Skydiving Adventures for the experience. And much like myself, the one and only time I went skydiving, he too was harnessed to an instructor for a tandem jump And once the plane got to altitude, out they went. Now, I don't know if he had the same trepidation I did when you're still sitting in the plane, the door's open, and you're looking down. But either way, that's why you have your tandem, because they just pull your ass right out of the plane. And it was an exhilarating experience. I can confirm that. And as Chris put it, quote, my adrenaline was so high, and I was just so excited. Sure, 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 sure. The thing is, Chris is a double amputee. And because he was so excited and because his adrenaline was so high, according to him, he didn't notice that one of his legs fell off and plummeted to the ground. So they are skydiving. He's woo-hooing and doing all the stuff you do. His prosthetic leg fell the hell off. He didn't know. He had no idea. Uh, in fact, he didn't notice until they came in for the landing where they tell you to kind of put your feet out, <laughs> uh, kind of put your feet in front of you like you're on a swing because right, the, yeah. the, the instructor will take the brunt of it. And then you kind of lower your feet to slow the whole thing down. And so he kicks his feet up and realizes in that minute, I'm not kicking up my feet. I'm kicking up my foot and a little bit of a rough landing, but they ended up being OK. Here's the thing. He couldn't find his leg. Now, he went to Facebook just to say, look, man, if anyone can possibly find this please let me know because one, obviously it affects his mobility, but more than that, these things ain't cheap. 20,000. Right. And he's like, I, I just, I don't have the cash for it right now. As luck would have it, a soybean farmer found his leg in his soybean far, uh, uh, field complete with the Nike shoes still attached, by the way. Sweet. Uh, only a few scratches on it, but uh, yeah, the farmer, they hooked up yesterday, I believe, and the farmer gave it back to him. Nice. I don't know how you don't notice that your leg fell off. I mean, like I said, I know you're woo-hooing and all that, but your leg came off, bro. His leg was gone and just fell to the earth. 
And keep in mind, if you're skydiving, probably not in a heavily populated area. Mm-hmm. So he thought it was gone forever, but farmer found it, and he, uh, he'll get, he'll get okay. his leg back completely. Did the farmer know? I mean, obviously he saw the leg, but did he know it was like recently ditched? ditched my, my understanding was to a human? <laughs> the farmer was doing whatever farmers do in, in, in soybean fields, finds the leg, understands that something bad has probably happened. He's probably thinking murder, not someone dropped out mm-hmm. of the sky, but... He then found on Facebook this guy's post about, hey, if anyone finds my leg, he pieced it together and said, you've got to be the guy, right? <laughs> so, yeah, they returned it and all was good. Damn. <laughs> so we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throats of party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.